Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Monday, May 16th. I am so glad to be back in the office, uh, back from my uh, meeting with Ed Slot, the nation's leader when it comes to 401ks and IRAs. So, hey, great two days with him. And uh, we'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do, though, let's just remember that there's a lot of things that we cannot control in the world today, but you can control how much risk you have in your current portfolio. The issue becomes, do you know how much risk you have? And if you don't, give us a call. Let's walk through our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. 105.7 Light FM. Whitney is there, and Morning Dave is here. We're at 839 now. It's 21 before 9. And it's time to check in on your money and find out what's going on on Wall Street this morning. It was a pretty doggone big up day on Friday, and I, <laughs> I was telling Philip Statler that... Uh, one of my tip sheets was leading off of the notion that uh, everybody was asking the columnist if the uh, down tick is over and is everything going to go up from there. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders and said, I doubt it. I was getting the same thing on the golf course over the weekend. Let's see if Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services has been getting the same goofy questions. Philip, how are you this morning? Hey, buddy. I, I've not gotten those questions only because I haven't been here, right? I spent uh, the last uh, two, two and a half days uh, with Ed Slot, the national leader when it comes to uh, IRAs and 401ks and that kind of stuff. So so a great two days learning new stuff. Uh, new proposed regs came out on the SECURE Act, which folks made some changes that everybody needs to be aware of when it comes to uh, inherited IRAs. If you have one, you need to know what those are and how it's going to affect you going forward. And the uh, and the, the fact that the rules change as fast as they do is why uh, when you choose a financial consultant, going to somebody that gets the continuing education is vitally important, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, a lot of guys go to the industry stuff, right? They'll go to their their you know their broker dealer conferences or their uh, you know investment management conferences, but but you know there's more to retirement than those things, right? Taxes are a big thing when it comes to um, retirement. And so it's, that's why I do the two days with Ed Slot uh, every year and, uh, to get, uh, updated on what's happening. And, and it's funny Dave, because we'll see all these court cases and these private letter rulings where advisors have screwed up their clients, uh, uh, IRA accounts and, um, and what it's cost the client has been astronomical. I hear you. Uh, we had one of those kerfuffles happen when my mother passed on because a lot of the money that we inherited was out of her IRA. And my, my brother's financial advisor told him, no, 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 that's not taxable. Poor guy ended up with a monster tax bill at the end of the year after he spent the money. And it was not a pleasant sight. So, yeah, knowing what's going on and having proper advice counts for a lot. Backing up to uh, yesterday, or actually Friday, it was one of those days, I alluded to it at the outset here, that you know a lot of folks are saying, oh, good, it's all over. The Dow was up by 486 points. That's almost a full percent and a half. And the S&P and the NASDAQ were up even worse. The Standard & Poor's was up by 2.4%, up 93 points. And NASDAQ actually was up by 3.8%. $434.04. If we did that four or five more days in a row, we'd be out of bear territory on the NASDAQ, Philip. Yeah, yeah, it would take a week probably, right, to get us back to uh, 
to getting out of bear territory with the NASDAQ with those kind of numbers. But Dave, I got bad news. Like 30%. I mean, 4% in a day really doesn't even help all that much. And no, and I got bad news. It's not going to happen. Uh, no, I don't think so. Probably not. Uh, it was funny, though, because, you know, we get one good day and a whole bunch of people who are really looking for something optimistic figure, oh, good, we bottomed out, we're coming back. Uh, you and I were talking before we went on the air. I, I'm suspecting that we've got some computer trading programs that just simply trip into the buy mode when the Standard & Poor's starts bumping its nose on bear territory. And i got to believe some of that was it, because there really wasn't anything on Friday to justify a big rebound. It's just the investors don't want to see a bear market of the blue chips yet. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it, because, you know, like uh, you and I were talking about before we went on the air, that had the, uh, the S&P 500 dropped, uh, by the same thing it had dropped on Thursday, I believe, I didn't run the numbers, but I believe it would have put us right at a bear market, if not slightly into the bear market, um, which, let's face it, we, we nobody wants to head into that bear market right now. And absolutely. The thing is, we're looking at, you know, averages for a bear market. If it's accompanied by a recession, you're looking at a couple of years to come out of it. If it doesn't get accompanied by a recession and our fingers are crossed that our a uh, hot employment market will keep us out of recession. Uh, it's still a better part of a year before you come out of a bear market. So it'd be kind of nice to stay out of that area. Absolutely would. It's, uh, you know, it would be nice to be able to just, you know, just ride this right around the skirts of it and then bounce back up when things get turned around. Our friends at the Fed prefer to call that term a soft landing, which, okay, fine, we might be due for, but at the very least, I'd like it to be a soft landing. Uh, not necessarily the case on the one macro report we got out this morning. It's a Monday, so it's fairly quiet in terms of data. But the uh, Empire State Manufacturing Index came out. Now, that declined substantially last month from 24, you know, from 246 they were expecting to see a decline down to 15 on it. And again, how they calculate these things, the actual number doesn't matter as much as the direction. But they were expecting a positive 15, which is a big decline from last month. The number comes out minus, minus 11.6, almost 100% in the wrong direction. Uh, evidently, the market's almost expected that because they haven't been responding all that much since the number came out a few minutes ago. Well, they, they hadn't initially. It has uh, now gone to mostly red, uh, slightly red anyway, Dave. Uh, it had stayed green for a little while, but that is, um, you're right. We don't know exactly what makes up those numbers or what they mean, but the direction is very important. And that's a big move in the wrong direction. Uh, and so uh, if you think about uh, where it was last time to what it is today, that's significant uh, decline in that in that manufacturing index. Absolutely. It's going to be a big week on the earnings front. We can cross our fingers with some really notable companies maybe helping us move the market in a healthy direction. First one that we're going to hear about this week is going to be tomorrow morning. I think it is when Walmart comes out. And we got a whole bunch of other big names coming out that with a little bit of luck could be bellwethers for the industries that they're in and maybe give us some reason for optimism. That would be good, but I know this, you're right, this is a big week when it comes to uh, to retail. I mean, I've, I've, and they're really pushing it out there, too. I've, I mean, on the plane coming back from Kansas City, I, they were talking about how this is going to be a big week for retail and what the retail numbers do. 
um, could set the tone uh, for the indexes this week. Absolutely. I've been whining about Walmart's uh, uh, reporting people now for eons, and they're already at the point of diminishing expectations. There were some plants in the columns over the uh, over the weekend saying that uh, Walmart we need to look at with an askant eye because Walmart has a very high exposure to lower income level shoppers and they're going to be the hardest ones hit if we go into an inflationary period that hurts them more than others so we should be conservative on Walmart that that, that just sounds like it's coming out of their PR department in anticipation of having a pleasant earnings supplies tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you there. Hey, we also have Home Depot comes out tomorrow too, Dave. That one's going to be uh, a really important one to see how things are going when it comes to the uh, the housing market, the folks spending money to improve things. I think those those two combined will be, uh, be very uh, telling tomorrow morning. Absolutely. And Lowe's and Target follow the day after that. So it's going to be a, a real busy week in terms of retail bellwether stocks. And as you say, the Lowe's and uh, Home Depot numbers are vital because they also give us an index as far as uh, home improvement and home construction business from a retail standpoint. And that's good. That, that, that could be really good news or really bad news. That, that's right. And then and then this week also, then, Dave, on Wednesday, I mean, tomorrow we've got retail sales numbers coming out. But Wednesday, we have building permits and housing starts coming out. So so, again, that's going to be two days back to back where we're going to get some some pretty good macro information. Hopefully it will be on the good side and will help boister the uh, the markets. It would be rather nice. Tidbits we got out this morning, probably the biggest tidbit of the bunch in terms of itemization is, okay, McDonald's shut down their Russian operations and kept on uh, paying their employees in Russia when the hostilities in the Ukraine broke out. Now they've announced this morning, they're just saying to heck with it, they're pulling out and selling all their assets in Russia. That borders on earth shaking. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, that's a that's a huge move. Uh, for McDonald's to do, but I got to think that it will give them a lot of brownie points in the United States. I suspect so. Maybe a few more people are going to go out and buy a Big Mac to congratulate them. Other stuff going on, it's been, it was a news item we had a while ago that Jet, JetBlue has been trying to buy Spirit Airlines. The Spirit Airlines board is having second thoughts. So all of a sudden now the JetBlue takeover is now considered a hostile takeover kind of like Elon Musk and uh, Twitter, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it is. And then we'll see what happens in, in the end. But but so it is definitely JetBlue launched a $30 per share tender offer and basically said, hey, look, if, you, if you're willing to sell us your shares, we'll give you 30 bucks a share for it. I find that quite interesting. Uh, I pulled up the numbers just to see what that really meant to Spirit. Spirit's getting a nice little bump from that. They're up uh, almost 15% this morning, Dave. But still, way under the 30. I mean, it's like 1960 a share right now. Well, you know, Twitter has kind of jumped when Musk bid $54 a share, too, for it, didn't he? Yep, it did. It did. <laughs> it's fun to watch, even if you don't have stock in it. Speaking of things that people have stock in, there are some reports to start the week out, I gather. Hey, I got two really for you today. Uh, Spirit, obviously, I want to talk about Spirit because that was a, a big jump based on JetBlue's uh, trying to take him over. But the other one I have for you today is uh, Carvana. Uh, you know, they're the ones that have the the uh, the car, uh, you know, vending machines. You just go there and you, you pull your car out, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So they uh, they had a good quarter. Uh, they uh, they they revised their forecast for 2023. 
and uh, they made a significant uh, increase in their core earnings. Uh, they're also looking, they've also put together a detailed plan to cut their cost. And so they're getting a nice bump today, Dave. They're up uh, almost 12% this morning. Uh, right yeah. now they're at 42.86, which is uh, obviously not near their 52-week high. Their 52-week high, get this, was $376. Uh, but uh, but definitely off the way off their lows as well. So, so good news for Car- Carvana. Given the price values on used cars and what a premium price they're running for these days, I'd expect Carvana to be able to do pretty well. But I, I know they got into some trouble over in the Tampa area with some problems with uh, with title transfers and the like. Evidently, that's not a national problem because they're doing pretty well, over, you know, on a national basis. National basis, yeah, definitely. Hey, the other one I have for you is a name that I, I didn't recognize, uh, but they're in the eyewear retail business. And it's called Warby Parker. Um, oh yeah. And so they uh, they had an unexpected quarterly loss, um, as well as their revenue came in slightly below expectations as well. Now they have reiterated uh, their prior numbers as far as the full year looks, uh, but uh, struggled a little bit this quarter, and so they're trading down one percent this morning. Okay, I, I recognize that name. They end up on a lot of the cable channels. I end up watching, so I see them advertising a lot. But that's intriguing. They were pretty aggressive over the last quarter. It must not have helped that much. Huh? It must not have must not have helped that. Evidently, resetting the table for the morning up day on Friday, and we all figure that could be a dead cat bounce or just a bunch of computers trying to keep the blue chips out of uh, out of bear market territory. Forty five minutes before we open, what are we looking at this morning, Philip? David is uh, it has gone to uh, slightly red uh pretty much across the board well now all across the board <laughs> you know, all you have to do is take a breath all you have to do is take a breath and it'll change uh so uh that's right so so the dow is it's, it's up three dollars right now but it was down a dollar just a minute ago so it's bouncing in between we got the s p 500 down four dollars which is uh, about a tenth of a percent the uh, nasdaq 100 uh, down $17. So everything's on the downside, as well as, get this, even with everything heading down, the, the S&P 500 VIX is actually down 1.5% this morning. Hmm. The uh, Yeah, so commodity side is a little bit mixed. We've got silver actually trading up 1%, but let's face it, it is it is very low right now. It's at $21.23. And you know, it wasn't that long ago, we saw it up in the 25. So uh, trying to bounce back there. We got gold down a tenth of a percent. Crude oil is down about six tenths of a percent to 108 a barrel right now. That's still in the same neighborhood. It was on Friday morning while I was quoting those numbers. So it's still too dang high, especially looking at what we're looking at for gas prices. I agree, man. I I tell you, it's almost at 450, which is just scary. Absolutely scandalous. Overseas markets mixed bag in the Asian rim. The Chinese mainland markets were off by a little bit. Evidently, somebody didn't get the memo to buy. Everybody was up by a little bit. European markets are frittering a little bit below the zero mark midway through their day. Philip, trying to keep tabs on what's going on day by day is not the way to manage a retirement fund. How do I get a hold of you to get some stability and sleep better at night? Kevin, give us a call because as I always say, there's one thing that you can control within your portfolio, and that's your risk. And if you don't know what that is, you need to give us a call at 
382-0037. And let's walk through our core retirement design where we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning at the same time on Light. Philip, good to have you back, and we'll catch you tomorrow. All right, buddy. You have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, it is so glad to be back with you again. I hope that uh, you all had a great weekend, and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.